This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery holding up? Mine's been draining lately, consumed by the darkness of true crime tales. But amidst the shadows, it's crucial to remember to prioritize our mental well-being. Just like unraveling a twisted plot, therapy helps me untangle the knots in my mind. It's about gaining clarity, finding strength, and reclaiming control over your life. Considering therapy, BetterHelp offers a lifeline in the darkness. It's completely online, giving you the freedom to seek help in your own terms. And with a simple questionnaire, you can be matched with a licensed therapist who understands your unique struggles. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com foul today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash foul, F-O-U-L. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On April 1st each year, people from all over the world keep their eyes peeled for anything unusual or amiss. Everything is suddenly treated with suspicion, from social media posts published by a popular fast food chain, to that questionable-looking Facebook announcement from the local police department. Why? Well, because it's April Fool's Day, a worldwide celebration where you're either pranking someone or being pranked upon. No one knows exactly how this unofficial holiday came to be. However, it has enjoyed a long and colorful history, one peppered with extraordinary feats, ridiculous ideas, and of course, outrageously hilarious pranks. Without a doubt, the Swiss spaghetti harvest is one of the more infamous ones, thanks in part to the fact that it was successfully pulled off by a major news outlet whose reputation was that of a trustworthy and serious platform that relayed only dry facts to the public. On the 1st of April in 1957, the BBC, a news outlet based in London, aired a very curious segment on their current affairs program, Panorama. The three-minute black-and-white video showed a group of people picking noodles off trees as a voiceover narrates how the Swiss region of Ticino was enjoying a fruitful harvest of spaghetti that year. According to their narrator, The last two weeks of March are an anxious time for the spaghetti farmer. There's always the chance of a late frost, which, while not entirely ruining the crop, generally impairs the flavor and makes it difficult for him to obtain top prices in world markets. But now these dangers are over, and the spaghetti harvest goes forward. He goes on to describe how the village was seeing an exceptionally heavy crop of spaghetti that year, all while accompanied by scenes showing people excitedly pulling noodles off tree branches. The reaction was swift and unexpected, with an estimated 8 million people across Britain tuning in to watch in disbelief as their European neighbors enjoyed a delicious bowl of pasta without having to boil the noodles. More than that, though, 
The segment was so believable that the BBC reportedly received hundreds of calls the following day from people demanding to know how they could propagate spaghetti trees in their own backyards. Funny enough, the BBC didn't confess to the prank immediately. Instead, they advised callers to plant a piece of spaghetti into a can of tomato sauce, which, as ridiculous as it sounds, was actually followed by many. The story of the Swiss spaghetti harvest was the brainchild of an Austrian-born man named Charles de Jager, who manned the cameras of the Panorama program. He had been inspired by one of his childhood school teachers, who used to scold his class by telling them that they were so stupid they'd believe it if someone told them that spaghetti grew on trees. It took de Jager considerable effort to convince the rest of the production team. In fact, he was only able to get them to give the green light on the project by promising that it would be done as cheaply as possible. Fortunately, the program's editor, Michael Peacock, took him up on this guarantee and gave him a measly 100 pounds to shoot the segment. Undeterred, de Jagger booked a hotel on the shores of Lake Lugano, a breathtaking tourist spot situated between Switzerland and Italy, armed with 20 pounds of uncooked spaghetti and several pieces of the Swiss national costume, he set out to film what would eventually become the world's best April Fool's Day prank. At the time, though, the public's reaction to the hoax was mixed. Once the spaghetti harvest was revealed to be nothing more than a joke, many criticized the BBC for airing it at the end of a very serious news program. On the other hand, the BBC's executives, including then-Director General Sir Ian Jacob, praised to Jagger's imagination and his willingness to take it to the next level. To this day, the outlet continues to stand by its prank. In 2004, the man who wrote the infamous narration, David Wheeler, told the BBC that, quote, I think it was a good idea for people to be aware they couldn't believe everything they saw on television and that they ought to adopt a slightly critical attitude to it, end quote. However, the BBC wasn't the first news outlet that forced people to question the authenticity of what they were reading and seeing. A full five decades before the Swiss spaghetti harvest made headlines, nearly the entire European continent was sent into a spiral when news broke out that the United States Federal Treasury had been robbed. In 1905, the German newspaper Berliner Tageblatt ran a story that detailed how nefarious thieves had managed to dig a tunnel underneath the Federal Treasury, stealing all of America's gold and silver reserves. They further claimed that it had been organized by the country's robber barons, who had worked on the tunnel for over three years. Even though it sounded far-fetched, the news spread rapidly across Europe, with countless newspapers and media publications running the story too. One even accompanied their article with a detailed illustration that showed how the tunnel was situated beneath the Potomac River, which allowed the thieves to transport all their loot on small submarines and ships that were waiting for them at sea. It didn't take long for the report to be revealed as a hoax, though. The Berliner Tageblatt 
proud of its success, credited the prank to a journalist named Louis Vierick, who had been working for them as their New York correspondent and had used a pseudonym to publish the original article. Many Europeans were left feeling mortified for having fallen for the outlandish story, and this was exacerbated by the American counterparts who were amazed at how gullible they had been. To quote the Museum of Hoaxes in San Diego, California, the Americans noted that the hoax had doubtless succeeded so well because it played upon the somewhat fanciful image of America held in the minds of many Europeans, namely that America was a kind of wild west ruled by outlaw millionaires where it was plausible that such a brazen robbery might take place, end quote. Foul Play is brought to you by Best Fiends. I don't know about you, but I have lots of guilty pleasures. One of them is 1,000 Pound Sisters. This TV show puts me through all the emotions, and I can't help but keep watching each and every episode. But you know what I don't have any guilt about? Playing and loving Best Fiends. Best Fiends gives me a bottomless source for fun, and I can always access it right on my phone. As things are starting to pick back up, I have several scheduled events I have to travel to this year. My go-to when I'm at an airport waiting for flights, and even during the flight, is Best Fiends. I play with a large group of friends. We all have a friendly competition going, and you best believe we all know and hear about it when someone passes another person. With Best Fiends, there's something new today and tomorrow, even the day after that. There are seriously thousands of levels to play, so you'll never run out of things to do. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Foul Play is also brought to you by Ritual. If you're like me, you're very careful about what you're putting in your body. So I have to ask, do you know what's in your multivitamin? The typical one has all kinds of synthetic fillers, sugars, and byproducts, like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides. This is exactly why I started Ritual more than a year ago. I can't say enough positive things about them. I use the one specially formulated for men, and several of my friends are using the women-formulated multivitamins. We love the mint flavor. Hands down, it's the best-tasting multivitamin I've ever used. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. They're delivered directly to your door every month with free shipping. If you don't love Ritual within your first month, They'll even refund your order. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash foul to start your ritual today. Foul Play is brought to you by American Giant, the durable, not disposable clothing company. 60% of the clothes we buy end up in a landfill within a year of being made because big apparel companies are constantly finding ways to cut corners and make clothing as quickly as possible. If we had clothing that we could wear just 50 times more, we'd reduce our CO2 emissions by 400%. That's equivalent to carpooling with three friends every day. The American Giant makes clothes that's durable and built to last. I love my American Giant hoodies 
because they look and feel beyond any quality of clothing I've ever owned. Friends stop me all the time to ask about them because even they are surprised. I love hoodies, but normally the sleeves start to wear out quickly, so they only last a few times. American Giant even has a supply chain that is completely in the U.S., and all of their clothes are made to last. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code FP15 at American-Giant.com. That's 15% off when you use code FP15 at American-Giant.com. Americans prove themselves to be just as gullible as Europeans when in 1992, millions of them were fooled into believing that Richard Nixon had once again joined the presidential race. On August 9, 1974, Richard Nixon became the only United States president to step down from office. His resignation had come in the wake of the Watergate scandal, which saw articles of impeachment being approved against him for a slew of charges, including obstruction of justice, abuse of power, and contempt of Congress. Because of this, Americans all over the country were surprised and even angered when it was announced that the much-disgraced former leader of the free world would be attempting a return to the White House. They were even more aggravated when the Talk of the Nation program by the National Public Radio announced that Nixon's new campaign slogan was, quote, I didn't do anything wrong, and I won't do it again, end quote. This was accompanied by audio clips of Nixon himself announcing his campaign, which spurred hundreds of infuriated listeners to call the radio station in protest. The outrage proved to be too much, and the show was forced to admit that it was nothing more than an April Fool's Day prank. It also came to light that the audio clips had been recorded by Rich Little, a comedian who had gained notoriety at the time for his uncanny impressions of Richard Nixon. But before it was unveiled to be a hoax, politicians and experts were said to have already weighed in. After the announcement, a professor at Harvard University named Lawrence Tribe, along with Howard Feynman, a well-known reporter for Newsweek, came on air to offer their two cents on how Nixon would affect the 1992 presidential race. The program even played an audio clip of Tory Clark, then press secretary of the Bush quail ticket, in which she was heard saying that, quote, we are stunned and think it's an obvious attempt by Nixon to upstage our foreign policy announcement today, end quote. These sound bites lent credibility to the prank, which is why the anger from the American public was completely understandable. These three are just some of the most infamous pranks to have been carried out in celebration of April Fool's Day. However, history is littered with many more of them. From a rhinoceros being elected as a member of the city council in Brazil, to an extraterrestrial UFO being spotted just outside of London. April Fool's Day may not be recognized as an official holiday, but the way it has been celebrated throughout the years is a testament to our unique sense of humor as well as to human imagination 
finesse, and ingenuity. After all, it takes a certain amount of skill to convince thousands of people that spaghetti grows on trees or that a disgraced former politician would have the sheer audacity to once again run for the nation's highest office. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.